not really defined. We don't really know who you are. That is what it means, number one. Number two, it said void and darkness was upon the face of your deep, the deep, which is a sign and it is one of the characteristics of being on being what well, being on, on unsuccessful or being unproductive or being having what we call lack of purposefulness in one's life praise god so it means that when you are not purposeful you are not formed we don't really know who you are any organization you go in and you ask the person what are you doing it defines you it puts a form on you i am the accountant i'm the lawyer and it tells me how discipline your discipline the field of your discipline so you must understand that the believer we have come to the point to understand that darkness is a sign of going nowhere Praise God. Uh, darkness is, is, is a sign that you are unproductive. There is nothing wrong with being unproductive in one's life when it is your resting time. In resting moment, you are unproductive because you regain your vitality. Jesus Christ used seven days, six days to create the whole world and rested on the seventh day. So seven days you relax and you regain your strength, praise God. It is only in the night we can discover our purpose. It's only in the light we can walk. In the light we can discover our purpose. Darkness is a sign of purposelessness. Darkness is a sign of purposelessness. It's a sign of sadness sadness bitterness rejection resentment disgrace and that is why in sometimes figuratively we sometimes say i'm in my dark moment have you heard that expression before that is to say that i am i am in a very miserable state darkness creates emptiness when something is empty it lacks purpose praise the lord when this room is empty, the purpose of anything is not for it to be empty. The Bible said the earth was without form and word and empty. God doesn't want us to be empty. There is a statement we say that the empty barrels make the world the most noise. When you are empty, it means that you are, you are useless. When a house is empty, it tells you it is not fulfilling the purpose for which it was established. And if our life is empty, it means that we are not being purposeful. I pray today you shall be purposeful. The only way God can put purpose on the earth was to introduce light. Come on, say light introduces purpose. Come on, say life. Say light introduces purpose. So the only way God could bring purpose on this earth was to introduce word light in john chapter 8 verse 10 to 14 the bible said uh, it's so profound here i want you to be with me i want you to be with me here because the the, the pro- profoundness of what i'm sharing with you is what causes me to wake up is what causes me to move forward is determines how i behave it is about vision say it's about vision in john chapter 8 verse 10 to 14 the Bible said when Jesus had raised him himself up and saw no one but the woman. This, let me give you a preface about this. This is when the woman who went to fornicate came to Jesus and many surrounded Jesus and the woman and wanted to stone her. Okay? 
Now Jesus started in the verse number 10 uh, to 14. He said, when Jesus has raised him up and saw uh, no one but the woman, he said to her, woman, where are those accusers of yours? As no one condemned you, she replied, no one, Lord. And Jesus said to her, neither do I condemn you. Go and sin what? No more. Verse 12 said that when Jesus spoke to them again, saying, I am the word, the light of the world. He who follow me shall not walk in world in darkness, but have the light of life. The Pharisees therefore said to him, you bear witness of yourself. Your witness is not war, true. Jesus answered and said, look at what he said. Even if I bear witness of myself, my witness is true. For I know where I came from and where I am going. But you do not know where you come from and where you are, you are going. I, 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 want you, I want you to be with me here. Now Jesus is saying that he is the light of the world, which means that I am the one who defines purpose. In the, when you have light, it defines purpose. It is out of your light that purpose is defined. And that is why in, in, a, in a spiritual setting, we have what the light, the enlightenment of God comes by his revelatory grace. It comes by revelation. So when you're receiving the light of God, the Bible said that when you read the scriptures and you want enlightenment around it, it comes by revelation, same revelation. Be with me, somebody. And Jesus said, the profoundness of why he said he's the light of the world, he said, I am the light. Come on, say, he, he's the light. Because he's the light, look at how he defines what the light is about. He said in the verse number, the verse number 13, the, the verse number 14, Jesus answered and said unto them, even as I bear witness of myself, my witness is true. For I know where I came from. And I know where I am going. But ye know not where you come from. And you don't know where you are all. You are going. It is a sign that they are not purposeful. It's a sign that these are people without vision. Praise the Lord. A vision is knowing where you are and seeing where you are going. It makes you purposeful. I pray that in your life these days, any ambiguity about your purpose, I pray that God will eradicate it and put a definition on your life. The reason is that I know where I am going. I know where I am coming from. Where I am coming from is not, uh, is not becoming uh, a partition. It's not becoming a blockade. I know where I am coming from and I know where I am going. Tell your neighbor, I know where I am coming from and I know where I am going. The Bible said, God, God said to Jeremiah, before you were born in your mother's womb, that is where you are coming from. I ordain you as a prophet unto the nation that is where you are going so i want you to know that your life is not an accident there is somebody here under the sound of my voice you have tried things and you feel like your life is meaningless your life is empty but i came to tell somebody under the sound of my voice that your life shall never be empty in the name of jesus your life shall be purposeful in the name of jesus 
I love it when the songwriter made a profound statement within the song. It said, when we walk with the Lord uh, in the light of his word, what a glory it shares on our way. Whilst we do his good will, he abide with us still and with all who will trust and obey. Tell your neighbor, trust and obey. Uh, I want you to understand the power of light. Tell your neighbor, your vision is in your light. Uh, come on, tell your neighbor, your vision is in your light. Uh, there are some of you sitting under the sound of my voice. When you locate yourself in the darkness, it causes you not to see what lies ahead of you. Your sight is in your vision. I came to tell you that you are about to walk into a supernatural sight. God is about to reveal some light into your life. And your life will gain meaning. And your life will be able to become productive. I don't know who I came here for but I'm on assignment. You may not see many people sitting around you but the chain that God wants you to bring into this world even though he's counting on others he's counting more on you and the more you desire to move in the presence of God you shall see the glory of God. Come on say to your neighbor I will see the light of God in my life. In Matthew chapter 6 verse 22, the Bible said the light of the body is the eyes. If therefore thy eyes be single, thy whole body shall be full of light. What am I talking about? Light defines who you are. Uh, you can touch some things and not be able to define what they are. But if you don't take care, if you live in darkness, you can't put meaning to things. When you live in darkness, you can't define things. That is when men call themselves women and women call themselves men. That is when you can see a good thing and call it evil thing because you are in darkness. That is what called Adam and Eve to move from a pleasant place into an unpleasant place. Why? Because they lost the gleams of the light. But I pray to stay in the name of Jesus. I love it when the announcer said, thy word is a lamp unto my feet. I don't know who I am talking to, but God is bringing light into your life in the year 2020. In the mighty name of Jesus. In First John chapter 1 verse 5, the Bible says, This is then, this then is the message which we have heard of him and declare unto you that God is light and in him there is no darkness at all. When you have a vision, it makes you purposeful. It doesn't bring about anything that causes you not to be less than you were born to be. Uh, David understood. He said, I was born to be in a dwelling place. God wants you to understand that you have been born for a purpose and the light of God. God is the light. When you have the light of God in your life, you have God in your life. The Bible said, for lack of knowledge, my people perish. For lack of knowledge, knowledge comes about through enlightenment. Today, as I pray in the year 2020, God is about to put knowledge into your spirit.
it. And you shall no more walk in ignorance, but you shall walk in the capacity, in the enduring strength of enlightenment. I pray that you shall receive enlightenment from God. Every darkness around your life is about to give way for the production of God. The Bible said God could not produce anything on the earth until he said, let there be light. And the Bible said there was light and darkness could not prevent it. I pray right now in the name of Jesus, whatever committed into your life made you not to be able to see the light of God. As the light of God shines upon your life, I pray that darkness shall not be able to comprehend and apprehend it in the name of Jesus. I am talking to somebody who has got a purpose. I am here on assignment because God said, I should tell you, do not look at yourself to define where you are going. Because what is about to do in your life is about to shine the light of himself on your way and your light and your life shall never be the same. Tell your neighbor, light is coming into my life. In John chapter 1 verse 5, the Bible said, And the light shined in darkness, and darkness comprehended it not. Praise the Lord. Ah, you, you have to understand this because uh, uh, it, it is not the state of your condition that matters. Uh, it's a vision that you contain in your circumstances. Tell your neighbor, what is your vision? In Ecclesiastes chapter 11 verse 7, the Bible said, look at me, look at me, look at me. This is a, this is a most profound statement of, I'm going to make today coming from the scripture. I am talking about light. Come on, say light. Your light is in your vision. Praise God. Ecclesiastes chapter 11 verse 7. It said, truly light is war. Sweet. I pray that sweetness is coming into your life. If light is sweet, then darkness is war. It's bitter. <laughs> when something is sweet, it brings enjoyment. It brings excitement. I pray in the name of Jesus that excitement is coming into your life. I pray in the name of Jesus that joy is coming into your life. I told you that one of the profoundness of vision, it is not what you see around you. It is not how you see your circumstances. Praise the Lord. I like it when somebody is born in a manger, it means that he hasn't got any future. But being born in a manger does not decapitate, does not forfeit the purpose of your life. Does not cancel, that's the word I want to use, will not cancel the purpose of your life. That is why where you were born, the country you were born, the color of your life will not be able to hinder what God wants to do in your life because he's no respecter of person. It's a truly light is war. It's sweet. And the pleasant thing it is for the war, for the eye to behold the sun. I want to in Psalm chapter 27 verse 1. It said the Lord is my light and my salvation. Who shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my world, my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When you walk in light, you are not afraid of anything. 
Because the thing that comes into your life as a distraction, they are encompassed within darkness. Praise God. <laughs> oh my God. Praise the Lord. How do I get the light? In Psalm 36 verse 9. It made a profound statement here. Psalm 36 verse 9. It said that for God, for with thee is the fountain of life. And in that light shall we have all. Shall we have life? It says for with thee is the fountain of what? Life. Where do we get life? In thee... In thy light, we have one light. How do you identify vision? How do you get vision? You get vision when you are in God. So it is not productiveness. It's not a sign of being successful. If the eye begins to walk, and it is possible for it to walk, if it get before God, it has failed. Praise the Lord. To be productive is not a sign that you are achieving purpose. Do you understand what I mean? So when others are flying ahead of you and are moving forward and your purpose is to do certain things and you are not distracted by how far people are going but you walk in the enlightenment that has come to you through the word of God and you begin to identify your purpose I like it so much when Luke chapter 1 spoke about the profoundness of two people. The Bible said that people entered into the building and go back. They were moving up and down. But the Bible said that people with purpose. Hannah, was it, what, what do you call it? Uh, the Bible talks about Simeon who was in the temple. The Bible said he did not move from that place because he had purpose. He had purpose. He was fasting and praying, waiting for the, cons- for the release of the Messiah. There was another word, say Hannah. She was also there. She was waiting patiently. It is your light that would define your patience. I thought you put your hands together there. It is your light that defines how patient you are. Because your light will give you understanding. I want you, when you get a chance, pick the podcast of last week and this week. Listen to it repeatedly. It is your light that causes how patient you are. The Bible said when Jesus was invited by Mary and Martha, and Mary and Martha were, 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 bub, were, bub, were, were bubbling and malingering around and looking, it, it, you know, they, they, were, they were unstable, they were looking for Jesus. But the Bible said Jesus was the light. He knew what lies ahead of him. He was patient. When they were looking for him now, he waited for the appointed time. Purpose makes you become efficient. Praise the Lord. The believer's life must be full of life that produces purposefulness. We are born to impart our generation. Praise the Lord. So I have shared with you some of the things you must understand. The benefit of word or vision. I've given you two. I said vision is a primary motivator of human action. Number two, it is the ability to see beyond your present and create that which exists 
but cannot be seen. And I just explained to you what vision, what sight does. Point number three. Sight is the ability, that is your ability. Sight is the ability to see things as they are. Sight is the ability to see things as they are. But vision is the capacity to see things as they could be. As they could be now. So your sight tells you how the situation is. But your vision tells you what it could be in the future. So therefore you are not working, walking aimlessly. You are walking to pursue after something that eyes have not seen, ears have not heard. Neither has it entered into the heart of any man. But it has been revealed to us by his spirit. Praise the Lord. All true vision, number four, all true vision will be tested for authenticity. All true vision will be tested for what? Authenticity. Your vision, if it is of God, it will be tested. The Bible said they were trying to stop the work of God from moving. They said, don't worry. If it is of God, it shall stand. If it is not of God, it shall not stand. Every good thing will be checked. Will be verified how good it is. Because it will not be able to stand the test of time. Praise the Lord. Therefore, we have to be ready to encounter challenges. Not any challenges, but every good thing. Has, when you miss something that is good. It should tell you it has gone through a phase of challenges. But most of in the generation in which we are living in, we don't know what goes on behind the scene, but we just see what is on the scene. Praise the Lord. And we have the tendency of the people who are, who are on the scene, they create an impression that it was just achieved on the stage. Praise the Lord. One of the things you must understand is the fact that the one who has got vision, you can't be discouraged. I don't know where this came from. It's my spirit. I don't know who I'm talking to. If you have vision, you can't be discouraged. Because your source is not in man, but in God. You can't be discouraged. As human as we are, we can sometimes be discouraged. But when we draw close to the source of our light, we gain confidence. Praise the Lord. Challenges, in other words, distraction, are not there to stop you if you know and you have a vision. They are not there to distract you. They are not just, they will stop you if you don't have a vision. That is why I tell people and I bleed with people. If you have something good, that is when you have to create a big protective system around it. Because good things will attract evil. Praise the Lord. Before Jesus was born, Jesus was a good thing. Before he was born, the word went out and the devil Aaron attacked the church. Whilst he was living, he went through rejection. You know, everything he did, people were trying to find reason. Even when he raised the dead, they still didn't appreciate it. Even when he healed somebody on the Sabbath day, they were complaining. If your life is based on the fact about what people are saying about you, you can't go far. You get distracted. 
good things has been disciplined. People with vision, distractions are just tests for you. This means that if a vision gets stopped or terminated by, by a distraction or distraction, then it wasn't probably authentic. The brothers of Joseph, immediately he shared the light, the enlightenment he's received from God. He, at, he experienced attack. I was thinking, come on somebody, I was thinking that Potiphar's wife, for the fact that Joseph, according to the description that was given about Joseph, he was a diligent, respectful, law-abiding, honoring, uh, uh, a very honored person. He was very, very, he, he's a good man. When you want a good man, Joseph was a good man. Why must evil locate Joseph? Why must Potiphar's wife locate Joseph? The reason why the devil is on our children is because our children have got something good in them. And that is why we have to create an environment to deter things that are not, to restrain things that are not good around them. But the, the only sad thing about the fact is that we can only do so much, but it depends on who? On them. When people are building, I'm not saying building houses is not good. But purpose is very, very important. Solomon built the house of God before he built his house. He's not, uh, it doesn't mean that those who build their house be first before they build the house of God is wrong. But is that your purpose? Necessity have been what? I've been laid on me. Praise the Lord. Amen. Number five. True vision is discovering something to die for, not just to live for. True vision is discovering something to die for, not just to live for. And I want to plead with everyone under the sound of my voice. It's not just living that is important, but making an impact. Are you ready to live? What is your vision about God? What is your vision about Crossfire? I was talking to somebody yesterday. I said, my whole life is about ministry. What is your whole life? What is your whole life? Purposeful or visionary people like you and I must ask ourselves questions like, what kind of history do we want to leave for the next generation? In Matthew chapter 26, verse 7 to 9, 7 to 13, there was a profound story over there where a woman just came and the Bible says she poured an alabaster boss upon the feet of Jesus. And this was a woman who wanted to take, who wanted to make a mark. When others were investing in their life, the, the, when others were spending money and using it for other things, this woman said, I want to leave a mark in my generation. I want to leave a, a mark on in my generation. The Bible says she poured the oil on the feet of Jesus. And the Bible said that many got upset about it. Every good thing, people will be not be happy with it. And the Bible says she said, Well, the Bible says Jesus said, Everywhere the gospel is preached, this act of sacrifice will open door for you in the future. Nelson Mandela was born. But he purpose in his life that my purpose in life in, in, in South Africa is to make sure that I fight for the independence of this country. It was like he didn't even have a family. He had children. He had wives. But the purpose will make you 
violate logic. Purpose will make you all violate logic. Jesus Christ, when he was, he was a purposeful person, when he was born, his parents were looking for him. He said, no, 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 the night coming when no man will be productive. Precious one, under the sound of my voice, it is not your production, your productivity that determines how successful you are. It is achieving what God wants you to achieve. Praise the Lord. Vision disciplines life vision disciplines the life of the believer in the following ways i want to give you this read and we'll finish we go praise the lord your vision will discipline you in the following way so you can write them down number one vision chooses your future it is vision that chooses your war your future Vision chooses your friends. Vision will cause you and determines which friends you choose. It happened to Jesus. His friends, he said, I came to take the foolishness of the world to confound the wise. God is saying that your purpose in life, your vision in life will choose your friends for you. Vision will choose your library. If you've got one. Vision chooses your lifestyle and friendship. Your lifestyle is determined by your vision. You can't sleep like a person without a purpose. Praise the Lord. Vision chooses your use of energy. The energy you have got, it defines how you use it. Vision chooses your what? Your energy. Vision chooses your use of time. How do you use time? It is vision that defines how you use your time. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Ask your neighbor, how do you use your time? Some of you can sleep so much that it looks as if you are competing with somebody. Praise the Lord. There are some of our children, it's not because they don't want to sleep. There are some of our children, they wake up. I've got one anyway. When he, he gets up first, and his first thing to do is to go to the telly and pick the game and play and watch something. What is your vision? Praise the Lord. Your vision chooses your priorities in life. Your vision chooses your what? Your priorities in life. The Bible said, God said to Abraham, He said, Move from your father's house to a place I will show you. It was non negotiable. He prioritized it. He said, Give me your only son, the one whom you love. It was prioritized. There are other alternatives I want to use him for, but your say, your purpose is my purpose. Praise the Lord. It defines how you prioritize things. Vision chooses the way you honor the valuable people in your life. It is your vision. That it, it is your vision that determines whether you can even see val valuable people in your life. And how you treat them is based on your vision. How do you see them? 
Jesus approached a man like Peter. He said, come follow me. I'll make you fishers of men. And he just followed straight away. Another person said, come and follow me. He said, let me go and bury my mother, my family, and I'll follow you. Let me go and word them. You know, it is your vision. What vision have you got? Praise the Lord. It is not what I am asking you to do that matters. It is what is your vision. Praise the Lord. Valuable people like your parents. Ah, I wish, I wish I, can, I can put myself into younger people. I wish I would, they would understand me. Listen, education is good. But success in life is not determined by education. We have seen people who are... That is why when you are pursuing education, make sure you are pursuing it with the enlightenment of God. Praise God. Vision chooses how you invest your money. I'll go fast a bit. It defines how you invest your money. Vision chooses your do and don't. The do's and don'ts list are determined by what? Or vision. Vision chooses your attitude in life. It is your vision. When everybody is sleeping, you are awake. When everybody is not practicing, you are practicing. When everybody is giving up, you are giving, you are giving, you are giving something up. It is your vision that determines how you prioritize things. Go and ask Judas. Praise the Lord. Vision chooses your life plan. Vision, this is powerful. Vision dictates your values in life. Go and ask, go and ask Judas. Your, what do you value? He will, leave, he will leave Jesus and go for money. Praise the Lord. Gehazi will leave the anointing and go for money. Your priority. In Matthew chapter 26 verse 13 to 14, it says, surely I say unto you, wherever this gospel is preached in the whole world, that what this woman has done will also be told as a memorial for her. Judas agrees to betray Jesus. Then one of the twelve, Judas, went to the chief priest. Look at me. <laughs> when, listen, listen, listen. I'm finishing now. Give me some strings. Give me some strings. Look at me. You must be very careful. Look at me, I'm finishing now. You must be very careful. Do you know what, why? The woman who poured the oil or the perfume on the feet of Jesus... You understand to, with me that she is a purposeful woman. When purposeful people come around, then you will know those who are not purposeful. Do you understand me? The Bible said that this man called Judas, even though he's got the influence around to betray Jesus, the Bible said when she saw what the woman did, she said, No, today I've concluded I will betray Jesus. She decided in her heart, today I would, if I walk with you, I'm not going anywhere. I will betray you. I need money to do some things. Be very careful when you see people falling out. One thing that has helped me in this ministry, I've gone through so much. One thing that has helped me is knowing that God is with me. I thought you put your hands together there. 
when Judas was going to betray Jesus, the question is, was God with him? Everything you are doing, ask yourself, will God be with me in this? I'm finishing now. The impact of vision in the life of the believer. It clarifies your purpose in life. Gives you direction to purpose. Empowers beyond asset. It empowers you beyond assets. That is why this one, this one, this one shall become great. It is not the resources you've got that will make them great. It is the vision goes beyond the resources you have got. Christians, we must make choices that protect our vision. When the choices we make in our life doesn't conform to the, our vision, then it means that we are disappointing the next generation. Vision is seen beyond your circumstances. Expecting more in this world than the world giving you less. Our vision must help others. Our vision is to move things forward. Our vision must help us to venture and take risk in life. Our vision must help us to, 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 to dare some things in our lives. Because we have a vision. The vision you have must help you to create a better future for the next generation. Let's create the future we want in this ministry. Let's want the future we want in our life of our children. Let's create the future we want in our marriages. Let's create the future we want in our friendship. Let's create the future we want in our ministry. Let's create the future we want in talent. If we want it, we can only create it by vision. Come on, tell your neighbor, walk in vision. Oh, I'm finishing right now. The Bible said in First John chapter 3 verse 8, it's a sin, it's a distraction. I pray that this time darkness shall not encompass you again. I pray that this year 2020, you shall walk from strength to strength. When you walk in the light of God, the Bible said when Adam and Eve were walking in the light of God, God didn't call them, God didn't ask for them because they were already there. But when they walk into darkness, my Bible said God said, Adam, Adam, where art thou? I am calling somebody's name. Brother, okay, brother, okay. Brother Emmanuel, brother Emmanuel. Florence, Ivy, Florence, Ivy, Melissa. Everybody in this house. I don't know whether God is seeing you in the sight. He said, Adam, Adam, where art thou? I pray this time that God will not ask where you are in the name of Jesus. When Ken killed Abel, the Bible says, where are thou, brother? I pray that this day you will walk in understanding. I pray that this year you will walk in purpose. I pray that this year you will walk in the grace of Jehovah. I want you to stand on your feet right now. I pray that this year you will see the example of heaven in your life. In the mighty name of Jesus. Hold the hand of your neighbor for one minute. Pray for them in the next few minutes, the Father. Let them walk in purpose. Let them walk in purpose. Pray for them. Pray for your children. Pray for your children. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Let's walk in purpose, O God. Let us walk in the light that produces simplicity and clarity. I pray, Father, be with us, O God. Empower us, O God. 
be with us O god that we will walk in the strength of your word in the name of jesus father we thank you in jesus name amen put your hands on your chest let me pray with you father i pray in the name of jesus that the grace of god shall abound upon us i pray god that the grace of god will give us vision that will simplify and exemplify everything i pray that may the grace of god cause us to see beyond the limitations created around our life to distract us i pray god that god will give us a life of fulfillment a life of purposefulness a life of understanding I pray, God, that we will not be swayed by any false doctrine. I pray that we will not be deterred. We will not be distracted in any way. We pray for our children, O oh God. We pray, O oh God, that protect them. Give them the vision that will give them focus and the discipline they need. I pray, O oh God, that give them the purpose that they need in their life. That they will know that they are greater than their environment. I give you glory. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Amen. Shall we say the grace? May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and a sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely, goodness and mercy.